in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Here from the Top 10 Show. Sorry about that. I'm uh, uh, getting ready here uh, to uh, jump onto something, but uh, we are doing Topic Thunder here from the Top 10 Show at the lovely, uh, uh, my lovely place that is rain soaked from uh, a rainy day in Los Angeles. Uh, and uh, we are excited to answer questions from you, all the patrons. Yeah, we thank you so much, everybody that supports us over here. And if we have any uh, new listeners, uh, and you want to participate in the show, just email the show, patreonqa at gmail, um, and let us know any topic, any question, anything uh, that you want. It does, doesn't matter if, if it uh, pertains to movies themselves. Mm-hmm. It could be about anything. Joe Abara in last week's show asked us about cars. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's whatever you want to talk about. Uh, I can't remember, was it, uh, it wasn't Johanna, but uh, the first question asked us about the NBA. And yep. We talked NBA for a little while. We'll yep. talk about whatever you like, uh, yep. but hit us up, QA at Gmail, and uh, you can participate in Topic Thunder, and our thanks to all of you. Absolutely. Uh, should we jump into it? Yeah. All right. Uh, start us off. This one comes from Hans Eskelson. says, hey, guys, uh, the place I love to go is Los Cocos. It's off Centinela. Honestly, if you go to any El Salvadorian restaurant, if you go Honduran restaurants, try the... Uh, Balearadas at Rincon Restaurant. Uh, Guatemalan restaurants, tamales are the bomb, especially Casa Chapina. So this is basically just letting you know what restaurants we can go to. That's what this is. With a Guatemalan wife, I've lived in Honduras and Guatemala. It helps us remember of home. Hope you guys enjoy it. If you guys ever go to Guatemala, check out Tikal or Panajachal. Honduras, check out Roatan. Best regards, Hans Eskelson. All right. Wow, it's just great <laughs> recommendations. Yeah. It's off Centinella. Okay, I think I've seen, I think I've Los driven Cocos. past Los Cocos, uh, but never gone in. Have you had Elvis Salvadorian food and Honduran food? Have you tasted Central American food? Uh, I mean, I know I have. Okay, so it's not just something that's stood out for you as a memory, yeah, necessarily. Uh, I'm not against it, but no, I no, couldn't tell saying, you. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you this much: I've never had a good pupusa. They've oh. all been they've all been fine. Okay. Everybody always makes up a you know big pupusas and uh, oh shit, what is the the one that's cooked in the corn husk? Oh, uh, you know what I'm talking about. I don't know. You mean tamales? No, tamales. Oh, okay, okay. I've I've only had like okay tamales. Wow. And okay. one of so uh, technically Catherine's cousin, her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think he's first generation or second generation here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his parents are from uh, you know Mexico somewhere. Mm-hmm. So a couple of times a year they have like tradition the Easter and they come over and they make tamales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've given us some and these are but everybody agrees these are some amazing tamales and every time I'm like I mean it's good. <laughs> and I love Mexican food. I flat out yeah. love Mexican food, but I just never understood. Wow. The tamales like okay, it's fine. They've, yeah, I've never been fine. blown away by one. <laughs> I mean it'll do. They, in a pinch. Do you look forward to tamales like no. you have your no. choice of all options? Yeah. 
I, I like tamales when they're done well, but I rarely go like, oh, let me have some tamales. Yeah, you know? it's-, it's not my jam usually. Um, I'm a burritos guy. I love a wet burrito. I love a good wet burrito. Holy okay. holy fuck. Don Cucos does a fantastic wet burrito. And they do great fajitas. Fuck, I might be talking myself into that tonight. I yet. used to like their uh, chicken tortilla soup. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff, too. Yeah. yeah well, I'm yeah. a big fan of a place that has good chicken tortilla. Yeah. I went to a place that had terrible chicken tortilla last week. We tried a new... It'd been around for years. Mm-hmm. It had crazy number of reviews. And we're like, oh, let's go check it out. And we walk in and clear the owner, and she's been there for decades. Right, right. And you're like, awesome. And it was just, the chips and salsa was definitely out of a bag in a can. Oh. Yeah, I know. You go to a Mexican and they don't make their own salsa, this place is trash. Yep. Uh, and then the chicken tortilla soup tasted more like Jewish chicken soup. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like, this reminds me, this needs matzas, not <laughs> tortilla strips and avocado. That's what it tastes like to me. Wow. And then we had an entree that was, it was all right. It was yeah. good. But the rest was so underwhelming. Right, right, right. But so I mean, well. I, I'll eat, I've tried, I don't know, like 30 or 40 Mexican restaurants mm-hmm. within a two mile radius of, well, Silver Lake, Echo Park. Yeah. Los Feliz, Boyle Heights. Uh, downtown, right? Um, like I've, I've sampled quite a bit, right? Right. Down near Crenshaw, I've had Mexican a few different spots down there. Right. There's that Cuban place. You ever go? I think it's off Venice. Okay. Um, over on the west side near the 405, where Venice intersects with that. Okay. There's a Cuban place over there that's pretty good. Really? Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Um. Yeah, because I mean, I I tried the Versailles, and that's that's sh- that shit sucks. That's a chain restaurant. It's not that good. Okay. You you got to find the like. I've been there once. I don't yeah. really remember it, so that tells yeah. me all I need to know. Yeah, you, you got to find those like kind of like right restaurants for that kind of vibe. Right off the four of right near the four or five. Okay, I'm gonna go find that thing because I, no, I, sure. I, I I like the Cuban restaurant. I like a good Cuban because I don't um, mind the uh, the what's the one up there in the valley? The one they do the pastries at. Portos. I don't mind Portos. Oh, it's a good little cute. Yeah, place. but I mean that's that's in essence a chain now. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. But when um, it, I, I don't mind it. But yeah, they do gangbusters. Yeah, they do. It's Jesus fucking Christ. crazy. Yeah, we went up there one time. I was like, oh my god. Um, all right. So what's our next one, bud? Um, from Joe Abara again. Hey. Hey-o. This one is to you. Five movies you want on 4K ASAP. Well, how about I answer this question this way? Here are four movies I would love to see become 4K adaptations, um, which would be Armageddon, for fuck's sake. I need to see Armageddon in 4K. Why? I mean, for so many reasons. Okay. For so many reasons. Um, I'm looking forward to the 1917 4K because I really loved the movie. So to see that kind of in a 4K version would be incredible. Um, I'm glad they finally did Apocalypse Now and 2001 in 4K. Um, sure. Uh, but I'd love to see the Godfather films get adapted in 4K. I'm surprised they haven't. No, they've, they've been up-resed, but they haven't been cleaned up to the point where they're 4Ks yet. So I think that's one. I'm surprised Scarface got a 4K adaptation. I was really yeah, surprised I mean, by that. Godfather, that's just an easy moneymaker. Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah, I know, point? right? It's a little strange why you wouldn't. Lawrence of Arabia, I want to see in 4K. And I don't know if the one that they released is a 4K restoration, but it doesn't say 4K on the on the cover. Okay. So, yeah, basically the epic ones are the ones you want to get in 4K because they really do take advantage of the um of their ability to clean 
uh, things up. What did I just, I just saw something recently in 4K. Oh, they've started doing music videos, old music videos, and like remastering them into 4K. Why? And I, I, I don't know, but I stumbled upon a bunch of them like a week ago because I, I love music videos. I'll go and like go into a wormhole. It's my comfort food uh, mm-hmm. on YouTube. And I just, I saw 4K 80s music videos. I was like, what? And you go in there like, holy fuck, these are really cleaned up. There's some Bon Jovi ones that are really crystal clear. And I'm just like, really who is doing this like who is doing this pretty shocking to see because i don't know that anybody still likes music videos so i was surprised yeah to get the you know most high definition version yeah right uh and then his next question is uh do you have a favorite snack that's for you i know but it's for both of us <laughs> uh you answer then i already answered the four that's though. fine um i mean i don't consider it a snack but i think my favorite like so we'll have dinner, and yes. then after dinner, I have like an after dinner kind of snack. But mm-hmm. usually, because she doesn't eat near as much as me, right? So I just I eat what she eats, and then I make something else afterwards. Which right. uh, I buy raw um, cashews, oh, cashews, cool. and I toast them in the toaster oven, right? And I have that as like my dessert snack. Nice. Close out. Just a shot of protein, whatever. It can't be bad for me, right? And I eat way too many uh, freshly toasted cashews, <laughs> and I have that. Probably like uh, somewhere between, depending on how I'm doing, three to five nights a week. Wow. Yeah. Some nights or some weeks I want it more. Right. And other weeks it's just like it's every other night kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, pretty consistent. Snack wise, um, I have over the, I can only speak about where I'm at right now, right? Because I always have like a a rolling number of snacks. Um, Right now, my favorite snack is um, uh, the, I discovered the baked Cheetos, not the thicker ones, the more like curlier ones. Okay. So, so the thinner baked Cheetos that they do from whoever does them, Lay's or whoever does them, uh, I discovered them. And then I discovered that they have them at Trader Joe's. They're not Cheetos, but they're other versions of it at Trader Joe's and other and in Whole Foods as well. And I was like, holy shit, this is great. So I will have that with a glass of Pepsi. That's my snack in the middle of the day or whatever. And okay. it's I love it. It's to pieces. And so that's those are my choices in terms of snacks. But it could be Wheat Thins. It could be okay. baked. I like wheat thins. It could be baked. Uh, like tri- uh, I prefer chips. triskets. Oh, the triskets. Yeah, I can't do that. I don't like the I don't like the airy nature of the triskets, so I don't eat those. Okay. Um, but like the uh, there's a new potato chip that's out now uh, at Sprouts, and I cannot remember the brand name, but they've got this Mountain Ridge, and I buy the sea salt version of those, and they're fantastic, and they don't feel too greasy or oily like the ruffles might or or anything okay. else might so yeah i don't buy yeah. chips yeah oh really yeah well just because i'll like eat that. too much yeah. of it you're smart and yeah. just the, of those types of things um snyder's makes little oh. uh, sourdough pretzel nibbler yeah things. the nuggets yeah 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 i buy those consistently yeah. what sucks though is each time you look at it both kath and i like it when they have salt on them mm-hmm. and they almost always now lately the past year it looks like they have salt, but it's been knocked off and it's at the bottom of the bag. <laughs> so you get like one crystal of salt when you can tell there used to be four. Right. You got to taste. Yeah. So taste. it's not near as good. Uh, <laughs> but if you get a bag that's fully salted, yeah, I love those things. Yeah. You're good to go there. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, and then we got one more here to uh, wrap us up on this version of topics. Yeah. You guys got to send in more uh, topics mm-hmm. over at Patreon uh, QA at Gmail. Hit us up over there. And to anybody that's new listening, uh, welcome and please hit us up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like Matt said, we'll answer questions about anything from any topic in the world. All right. Uh, this is from Chris Lemke. 
Hey guys, so timely question for you. Now that I presume we are all quarantined, pick a film fest theme and the movies that you would show. Ooh, interesting. All hey, right. He sent this four hours ago, so. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. 100%. Yes, we are uh, all quarantined. Good guess. <laughs> yeah. Good guess. Good guess. Nationally, we are not far off of that. <laughs> uh, would you like an update? Oh, yeah. Let us know what's going down. So he's officially declared a national emergency, and he's freed up $50 billion for state and local governments. Where's this $50 billion? Uh, let's not worry about that now. Okay. Uh, I'd, like to, I'd like my hands on $50 billion. My God, do we just have reserves of reserves of reserves? So what I told you off air of mm-hmm. before we recorded earlier mm-hmm. of where, you know, basically... There have been villains that have this plot of like releasing a contagion to take out half the earth. Right. And I told you, I was like, look, China's already showing signs of you know, drastically reduced air pollution. Yes. And it's better for the world overall. Thanos was kind of right. <laughs> and they're saying uh, in Italy, I'll just, it just updated, took it off, but Italy is now showing signs as well of better, of better air quality. <laughs> and they're not near as bad a polluter. As we assume China is from right. what you know, we're told. Right. Uh, yeah, this is, you know, this might at least slow global warming for a year or two. Wow. It's still coming. Yeah. But we're going to release less shit into the atmosphere. We're going to use less resources. We're okay. Gonna, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. Now, where are we getting all this power while we're sitting at home? That's what I'm saying. You know, I wonder. There's Everything's a, an exchange, man. So using power during the daytime costs you more. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if then we're going to have increased electricity bills just for that since we're sitting at home more during the day. Oh, it could be. Because those are prime hours and usually you're not home, so it doesn't matter, but businesses pay a higher right, right. rate. The way I do that is I, I try to juice up my, my computer overnight. So then if I'm going to use it, my laptop, mm-hmm. I'll just unplug it in the daytime, during the daytime, just work on stuff until I have to plug it in. Yeah, but I don't think your computer is drawing all that much. <laughs> if you have your TV oh, on... Good point. And if you're running an AC, mm. like if this was in July, right, right, this would be worse, at least in that regard. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. Yeah, I can, it can get pretty bad. Uh, all right, what are your what are your ideas for the film theme, man? <coughs> Sorry, film festival, film theme. festival theme. Yeah. Well, do they really have themes beyond? I guess there is like a horror yeah. themed film festival every once and again. Yeah, you can do a rom com film fest, action it, movie film fest. Yeah, but I want it to be something better than that than just the generic. Yeah. Sort of like tie in. You, you, know. you want it to be niche? No, 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 no. Just like uh, instead of just saying, oh, we're a horror film fest or we're South by. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Like something that's like, oh, you did a specific to this region yeah. film festival in that region. Like did spaghetti westerns where they were shot in Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have like a spaghetti film western film festival. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, idea. you do it in the setting or you could do it here in the you know Southwest. Yeah. Just find somewhere. Go down to what is it? Monuments mm-hmm. uh, National Park in Utah, or something. Yeah, like that. Monument Valley. Yeah, yeah. That has you've seen it in a bunch of movies and TV shows, or Antelope Valley where they did 127 hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. And do something like specific to you know hole in the wall gang type of shit. Right, right. Look, I know the default thing is to do a Western film theme. Uh, How is that the default? Well, for me. Because oh. the outlaw and stuff, you know. Oh, okay. I was going to say, for a film West. festival, nobody's doing that. I went out of the box. <laughs> this thing doesn't fucking exist. How dare you belittle? <laughs> no, I meant mine. Uh, but uh, I think I'd love to do a gangster one, because uh, those rarely get done as like film themes at film festivals. And I'd like to explore the history of the gangster film from like the 30s and the 40s 
uh, to where it fell off in the 50s and 60s and then the revitalization in the 70s with The Godfather. Because, I mean, look at the Bass, those You look at uh, Public Enemy, you look at Little Caesar, you look at uh, the original Scarface from the 20s. Uh, late twenties. Those are great movies that still fucking hold up. Uh, some of the George Raff stuff still still holds up. Um, and then you go into like the Jimmy Cagney stuff from the fifties with the White Heat and what have you. That's great stuff. These gangster films. Yeah. Then of course the sixties kind of there's not much there. And then The Godfather comes along and that changes everything. Yeah. And elevates the genre well, to because the point. of prestige film. Exactly. And and so now you start to have like a different and different like approach to the gangster film or what you think the gangster film can do. Mm-hmm. You go into Godfather Two and then you slide into Goodfellas and those films from there, from Miller's Crossing, uh things of that nature. And so you start to explore more and then maybe even show like the uh first episode of the Sopranos or the favorite episode of the Sopranos, maybe back to back to the best episode of Sopranos to kind of end the fest or something like that. Um but you've got you you can throw I think Irishman still fucking qualifies. I like that movie. Um, and there's a number of gangster films that you could throw in there as well that you could talk about. And if there are any female gangster films, and if there are, what, what, what is theirs? And you can go international gangster films as well. Yeah. Go, the Italian one, Gamora, you could show that one there. So, or City of God, which essentially is kind of a pseudo gangster film for Brazil. Yeah, uh, yeah, kind there's of. street gangs. Yeah, street but gangs. S- still. Yeah. Uh, and, I'm sh- and there's a number of the Korean and Japanese and. Oh, yeah, and gangs. you have all the English ones. Yeah, the English ones too. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah with Guy Ritchie and all the British gangsters. So, yeah, and the ones from the 70s, like Long Good Friday. Right, right. So you'd like, kind of nitpick and then mm-hmm. pull them out and then maybe find some hidden ones that a lot of people haven't seen that didn't get a lot of publicity but should have been seen. Like Mona Lisa, the, rarely anybody watches that one. Yeah, and so those kinds of things. So it'd be fun to explore, and of course, black gangster films as well. Like what, what were the best of those that aren't necessarily black exploitation, but actually damn good black gangster films. So, and if there's any Latino gangster films, so those things I would love uh, to there's, explore. There's like one or two. Yeah, it's not a lot. No, it's not much. I mean, American Me. Yeah, and then then Blood in Blood Out. But Blood in Blood Out. There's not that many that are actually fucking good. Um, but yeah, like you could explore Irish gangster films. You could explore if there's any Australian gangster films. I know Brian Brown did a gangster film like, I don't know, 15 years ago. Yeah, there ago. are. Well, because you would be. say like maybe Animal Kingdom. Right. Animal uh, Kingdom. Yeah. Because that's a, that is a crime family. They're yep. all directly related, but that is a crime family. Yeah. Yeah. Then you, uh, then you could do it. Even... Ned Kelly. Yeah. Ned Kelly works. But he's in, he's more an outlaw that fits more in the Western type of. Yeah. There must be Russian gangster films that are Russian made. For sure, made in for Russian sure. Lands. Eastern Promises. Right, right. But that's just a glimpse of, you know, Russian yeah. mobs. Yeah, so something like that I would love to do and program and produce and put it together. That would be a lot of fun if I was going to do any kind of gangster or any kind of theme. If I'm not going to do a Westerns one, obviously. So yeah. Sure. Uh, you could do that with a lot, though, like sports, and then you could do... Oh, yeah. Sports. Have cool. the final one be in, oh, this this stadium or this arena, yeah. and we all collectively watch... Right, you know, on a four-sided screen, whatever. Yeah, and we're all watching the same movie as a close, like some huge. But I don't even know what sport movie you get fourteen thousand people to show up to. It's a good question. You could, but it's really difficult. Yeah, you'd have to make it an event in and of itself. Maybe for debuting a new sports documentary film, you're not going to draw. It has no. It's got to have love for it already. Yeah, because if that were the case. Then why don't movies now do that? Yeah, if true. they get enough hype, oh, we're going to release in this. Yeah, it's like it doesn't happen. That's a good point. Okay, yeah. Well, there you go. That's uh, is that is that it? Is that all the questions? 
I think that's all the questions we have for okay. now, but we wanted to get you guys, you know, while we're quarantined, yeah. try and generate, uh, you know, as much uh, content as we uh, can because we're stuck at home just like some of you are stuck at home. Um, and we meet up, you know, to do this show for you, but this is one of the few times we're venturing into each other out into public and whatnot. <laughs> True. It's just to entertain you guys, so we hope you enjoy it. And once again, if you want to join this, head over to Patreon QA at Gmail. You can uh, submit your topics and questions over there. And um, follow me at Matt Nost and stay tuned to any potential London updates because all this is unfolding mm-hmm. in this pandemic. So yeah. we don't exactly uh, uh, know wh- where the chips are going to land once all this settles. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yes, just hit us up at Twitter at Matt Nost at The Roca Says and uh, stay apprised or stay yeah. abreast of what we're uh, up to. And do us a favor. We retweet the show, uh, like and share the show, because when you do that, you're giving your stamp of approval on the show for anyone who follows you or trusts your opinion or anything. And it helps spread the word about the top 10. You know, we, we've been doing it for quite some time now and we're enjoying the show. We're trying, we're trying to make some changes and revamp the show a little bit to attract even more listeners and more people who want to be part of the top 10 family. So please do that. Can't encourage you enough to do that for us as a small step towards that, uh, achieving that ultimate goal for the top 10. So um, I think that's it for our for this episode of Topic, Topic Thunder. Thunder.